0: Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. Dreams. What are they, and what are they worth? I have cherished a secret dream deep within my soul for years. A dream that will burst out of me in tears and longings so deep I can't contain it sometimes. A silly dream, and no, it's not this podcast. It's a dream that, once shared, changes others' opinion of me. It's rather comical, really to see the looks that flash through their eyes as they try to keep a straight face. Is she kidding? Watching them struggle to say something positive, when all they can find is, Seriously? What kind of dream is that for a lady? Oh, did you grow up that way? Is there a man involved that you're doing this for? With? Because, even to other women, it's still an impossible thought that a woman can be truly independent that she can have her own dreams, her own goals, her own choice of lifestyle. Unless, of course, that lifestyle is vain and centered around making a public exhibition of herself. Then it's, you go, girl, a dream so apparently unbelievable that even the kindest of people will say, when you fail. Maybe it's the middling age I've arrived at, but I have finally approached my dream with a different attitude. Oh, believe me, I'd have died before sharing this in the past. I had the same perspective. I can't want this. Who wants this? But this year, I am finally giving my dream some credibility, giving myself that respect. I would give someone else who had a dream I couldn't relate to. I finally understand that the only reason I'm not living my dream is me. That I don't have what I want because I haven't even tried ever. I just dismissed myself as being stupid as usual, and kept trying to conform to who I believed I'm supposed to be. Grown women live for others. Mothers, wives, Christians. We give ourselves away. Only little girls chase dreams. The rest of us need to grow up, get up, be responsible, reliable, be everything to everyone in our lives, except ourselves, That's the privilege of youth, isn't it? They can have their time of freedom, because we all know the future they face, the future of conformity. Not by some deliberate choice, but because it happens. It just happens to all of us. You wake up one day and realize you're a slave to other people's love. Oh, you wouldn't change it for the world. But maybe it's this lovely empty nest, a very descriptive term the nest you've built in your life of service. Home, family, security even sometimes, though not always. Your place of comfort. There is always a certain comfort, in even the worst of situations, because we know them. They are familiar. What kind of idiot would even think of changing it? We're supposed to be scared. We're supposed to cling, I guess. Even when we're so done with our circumstances. 100% of the people I have shared this dream with have exclaimed in shock, alone? They simply will not believe it. In 2014, a woman making a life choice, alone? I want to shake some of them and ask, so what's new? I'm alone now. Why is it any different? How has it become an oh so dangerous thing? because I change my solitude from this situation to that one? Really? Do I sound frustrated? Because, yeah, I kinda am. Anyway, this year, I finally understand that I can make another choice, that I can pursue a dream no one believes fits me, but myself, and who am I, right? So I'm working toward it. I finally get the courage, after several months, to start sharing it. You've heard the results. But you know what? I don't care. I'm doing it. I am at the point that every negative comment, amused look, and disbelieving attitude strengthens my resolve, drives it deeper down into my core. My, I may be polite and generally kind and accommodating, but you touch the inside of me and it's double-bladed, tempered steel with an edge you don't want to get near core. Whoops. That wasn't very womanly of me, was it? Hmm. Moving on. So here's my curveball. As I say, I've been working hard for my goal. Trying to spend every minute of my life working as much as possible. Gotta get that cash up to where I can go and do this thing. No spending, all saving. I'm doing this as soon as humanly possible, right? Right? Dreams. Dreams can change. Ugh. I have been divorced for 22 years and counting. I stopped dating 20 years ago. Three men got a chance to prove me wrong and all of my friends right. That I was just bitter from my divorce. Or hadn't stopped hurting, which I was sure I had. Or maybe that I was afraid of all men because that one was abusive. Right, like I wasn't then? Anyway, I dated three men. One brilliant thing came out of that. I was finally honest. Honest with myself, that I did not want to be a wife. Not then, not ever. I never really had. I only married in the first place because I was pregnant. It took me many more years longer to be honest with others. And still, no one believes it. I recently met a really nice guy at a car dealership, new to the area, that was pleasant enough to converse with for about 45 minutes. Attractive hard-working, about my age and single, not wanting to be mind. But it took quite a bit of convincing to get him to understand that this lady flies solo, that I'm not playing hard to get. I'm not pretending to be distant. I am distant. I come in that flavor, honey. I come prepackaged, uninterested. The goal of my life is not only not to be married, it's actually to not be married. At least, It's always been that way before. So I don't date. Why hurt someone? Why give them false expectations? I'm not about to do either of the things expected in dating. I'm not going to sleep with you and I'm not going to marry you. I can't remember the last time I was even physically attracted to anyone. And here we again arrive at one of those little prepositions that alter the course of the conversation the three words women love to start a good gossip chain with. She met someone. I met someone. Better said, God brought someone into my life and into my circumstances quite unexpectedly. I stood next to someone and actually felt, not distant, felt something else. Something very nice to feel, though I've long lost any words for it. I listened to someone and liked what I heard, mostly. I watched someone, and was impressed with what I saw. He had no reason to try to impress me. His friends were cute though, and telling me what a wonderful human being he is, constantly. As though I wouldn't use my own senses to arrive at my own conclusions. Nice that they give him such high marks though. So I connected with someone. I didn't want to leave someone. I actually felt comfortable enough in the presence of another human being to regret my policy of solitude. My intentions never to date. I actually started thinking, would it really hurt? Half hoping and half fearing he would ask me and force a choice. Can I really break a lifelong rule? Fortunately, mm, I think, he didn't ask me out, which is also new and different. Mr. Dealership had asked me, What if you find a man who can make you happy? I would love to be able to respond this way. What if I have found a man I would like to make happy? Because I'm afraid that's where I'm sitting now. I would love to be able to make that fellow happy. So again, I come around to my selfishness. Am I not supposed to lay down my life to the happiness of others? Was I not contented when I was? Would I not be thrilled to do so here? Or am I trapped in a new layer of selfishness? What if I'm not the one who could make him happy? Jesus owns me. He bought me with a price. I fear I'm putting myself in his place on the throne of my life. The other side of the internal argument is, doesn't he plant dreams in our hearts? If so, which dream is his? Which one? Both? Neither? What should a child of God do? Discern his will, follow it obey now there's at least one person out there shouting at the audio pray haven't you even asked your father about it aren't you supposed to be a christian what's the problem the problem is he doesn't seem to be answering he isn't speaking or i'm not hearing it i haven't heard felt seen through circumstances any answer either way isaiah thirty twenty one says And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. I just can't seem to hear that voice right now. All I can hear is silence. Run it by scripture? Great! My dream isn't sinful. It doesn't in any way have any appearance of evil. It will not inherently bring dishonor to God. So it passes the Bible test. Wait, wait for that word, that voice from my father. Yes, I think I've been waiting without walking for entirely too long. The verse reads, when you turn to the right hand, when you turn to the left. Nothing about not pursuing until you hear the answer. Nothing about passively passively existing in status quo and breaking your heart either way. Is that the wrong verse? Boy, I am in trouble in that case. Is it not better to be a slave to love than a slave to self? Surely that's what I should want. So what do I want? I would love to hear some feedback on this, on any of my shows. Discussion is at the least interesting. At its best, quite helpful. Life hack love me, would ya? Thanks for listening. Copyright 2014, A Christian.